Welcome to Solutions, where men come out of the shadows to testify, giving tips in manhood, honor the codes of integrity, and give out real solutions for soul survival. Today, we have on the show a calculated man, a man who teaches discipline and financial literacy, a man who is the lightning rod of energy for most people around him. He makes everyone around him better. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the strategist, the algorithm expert, the entrepreneur, the author of Strategy Sprints, Mr. Simon Severino. <sighs> Hello, everybody. Excited to be here. Yes, sir. Are you ready to drop these gems and answer these questions today? Let's do it. Let's do it. What person did you meet or see that gave you the drive towards the man you are today? Who or what defined you? Now, I'm growing with my kids right now. They are they are telling me what a man is and what is expected from a man. And uh, and they're telling me what I'm doing wrong. And that's what I what I learn every day. They are a mirror every day. It's amazing. They are a mirror to us to let us know some of the things we don't want to see in our kids, but they got it directly from us, right? They got the information, how they walk, how they talk, how they think, how they move from us. What are some of the things you recognize in your children that you say, hey, man, I got to make this corrected so they do the right thing? <laughs> Every day I, I learn from from how they listen, how to how do they behave. Uh, many, many funny things. Today we were dancing and I see dance moves. They, 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 they didn't see me dance when I was young, but I see their moves and I go like, oh, look at this. This is me 20 years ago. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mirror. It's a mirror and it's a constant, constant evolution. You are exactly right about being a constant evolution. I see things in my child as well of him dancing and having a good time and you start to see and reflect and see how you got the personality you became they get a piece of you then the rest of their life they get to grow into their own selves now you have your children here you're developing yourself knowing yourself do you have a vision board we have a vision as a team it's where are we in three years uh, what's our impact uh, how do people live work with us how do they feel when they get home what's the ripple effect what do they do with it in their surroundings um, and how does this affect how they work with others because we coach business owners and business owners have 100 people that they influence if they are calm relaxed if they listen better that has a ripple effect so in our three years vision we describe who we work with what the impact is and what the impact on their relationship is. So we try to really visualize this ripple effect that we have and, um, and that motivates us. Yeah, that's the vision. You're the first person to give a breakdown of the vision board of saying they actually want an impact to happen and how people are treated when they leave us and go to work. Explain the importance of consistency of a person. When someone is at work, they can be a totally different person at home. They can be 180. What is the importance of being consistent at work and that you are in your home life? I'm not sure about, you know, in every context, you are pulled towards what the context needs right there. So everybody of us, we have many, many roles and many responsibilities. And in all these contexts, we are different. Now, if we look at consistency, I think what needs to be in every place is integrity. And what needs to be clear is what you stand for. 
Mm. And that is something that maybe takes a while to to have clarity about. But when you have that, I think that's that's really important to to really name it and uh, to gradually don't care anymore if other people get it or not. Just just be yourself, basically. So you're saying stand for something and have a high integrity. Now you develop these skills and knowledge enough to teach people and coach them. How early did you start goal setting yourself? When did you become Simon Severino? Becoming happens every day. I wake up in the morning. I'm my own boss. I can do whatever I want. So I I can decide what do I do today? And so I run, I run a business in 114 countries. We coach business owners on how they can increase um, their revenue. So it's about creating revenue systems that work all the time, also in very funky times like right now when some things break, but other opportunities pop up. So revenue systems and how to create reliable, repeatable revenue systems from that parts of that, how to create the saving systems needed so that part of that profit every month goes into an investment system. And right now I'm doing a daily video about how to prepare for inflation and what are appreciating assets right now. Daily video on YouTube, because that's how relevant this is right now. Um, Inflation is coming and how do we prepare for that? So revenue systems, saving system, investment systems are super relevant for everybody. And... um, Right now, it's full of crashes and full of opportunity, and um, we look at both of them. What were some of the books you would say suggested, you would suggest that you say will get you on the right track to this way of thinking? There is no book, really, that uh, that contains um, the, the guide uh, I tried to write a, 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 a guide full book on how to run a business. It's called Strategy Sprints. It comes out in February. But there is not really one book. There are many books that inspire in me different things. There is one book called Chasing Excellence by Ben Bergeron, which is for me uh, how the standard of being a coach and what it means to be a coach and how to how to relate, how to listen, how to relate, and how to help progression happen every day. There is another book called Inner Engineering by Sadhguru, which is for me an, um, an example of, of a guide about the landscape of inner work. What is the inner work of a CEO needed um, along the way, uh, in addition to the external work of marketing, sales, and operations, but what happens inside the CEO that the CEO needs to do because that's not delegatable. And if you if you don't 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 grow there, your business cannot become bigger than what your your really your mindset is capable of um, uh, accepting, grasping, and uh, and surrendering to. Talk to me about fatherhood. You talk to me about your kids teaching you everything. What do you have suggestion for fathers out there with the moments where you love your kids, but I don't like you right now. You're not really listening to me. You're frustrating me. What type of maneuvers, what type of strategies do you have in place for those men who need to relax, relate and release and get back to being good fathers again? 
the, the first thing that comes to my mind is that, and this is from a book, I think it's The Prophet by Khalil Gibran, mm. where he says that our children are not our children. So I think this is really important that in every moment uh, you are aware that they are a whole, a whole own being and have choices in any moment. So if you start with that, that they have their own universe and that is different than our universe and they have all the choices in any moment, then you start relating differently. When, when I got that, I started talking differently. So, for example, before that, I would say, come on, guys, we have to go now. In 10 minutes is kindergarten and we are still here. And they would go, no, Papa, I don't do that. And now I say, all right, all right. Look, you have two choices. One choice, you go on your own feet. The other choice is you go on my feet. Which one choice do you want? So they always have a choice. And I only give them options that are both fine for me. <laughs> and then and then now, we, now it works. Uh, oh, you don't want to brush your teeth. All right, I can help you brush your teeth or you can brush your teeth. These both choices are fine. <laughs> you have two choices. Oh, you don't want to clean up your room. No problem. You can clean up your room or you can hire somebody to clean up your room. You have choices. Tell me what's best. Right, right, right. That That's amazing. That's amazing. I like that strategy. For those parents listening out there, you can give them the choices that you want them to have. That is with my son. He's, I've always tell him, hey, let's get ready to go. Oh, I want to do this. I have five more seconds to do this. I found myself explaining to him why we need to go. Just having a conversation with him, like you said, him being a living being and things work out now. Now he understands that we have to move forward. I find that very interesting. And I, I thank you for sharing that today. That was amazing. Talk to me. Let's have some fun right now. Talk to me about this. What have you procrastinated on and why? 15 years ago, I bought a book. It's called How to Write a Book. And then two years ago, my wife goes, you have this book here, how to write a book. Do you want to write a book? Why don't you write a book? And I go, oh yeah, I wanted to write. It's true. It's 15 years. I wanted to write a book. Maybe I should start. And then I started after procrastinating for 15 years, I started writing a book. And then it was really painful because the first book, <laughs> oh, man, you don't know how to write a book. And so it was awful. And I realized that and I embraced that. And then I said, okay, I need a publisher and I need an editor. And so I found the publisher who was uh, supporting the book and who will print the book in February. And I hired an editor to write it with me to tell me how really to write a book and why the chapter cannot end in that way, but it must end in a very different way, why the flow between chapter three and chapter four is broken and how the right flow would be. All these things that a first time author really doesn't know, um, the editor uh, did know. And so team up, team up. So that was my, my big um, procrastination. And I learned how to team up when, when I'm not good at something. And as a team, we were delivering an amazing book. Team up, that is an amazing, goal and strategy for people to understand that is a gem there are so many skills out there that we, we don't know how skillful you need to be until we get into something it is minute or major 
should there be a basic training program? And we're talking about amongst families in a neighborhood setting where people teach financial literacy, communication, how to change a tie, gardening, wealth building, stocks, real estate, but outside of the schooling system, outside of the church, outside of the after school programs where we have people like yourself teaching the community, people like your counterparts teaching the community. Do you think we can ever get to that in a basic community setting to where we can have a basic level of communication of all the knowledge that you have obtained and that you are giving out to the people? It's all out there since the internet all knowledge is available and that's the beauty of thing we don't need schools we don't need universities for information information is there what we need is critical thinking we have to teach ourselves and every friend and and our children how to discern the the relevant information from the irrelevant information and um it's 15 years that we don't have a tv at home so that's one problem less that i but then the next thing is okay but of course we all have ipads and uh, and we all are on youtube so how to find out where the good information is and where they are just grabbing our attention so this will be probably the main skill um for for all of us uh, and especially for the next generation and um and the next technological revolution is also here it's the it's the blockchain and all the crypto revolutions accordingly and every week there are hundreds of projects coming up I'm, i'm watching all of them and so the again critical thinking how to do due diligence how to find out what's just hype and what will be the main technology in 15 years how do we do that we cannot learn then that at school we cannot teach that you can only practice critical thinking oh you think it's that show me why show me what the decision making principles is show me the numbers that tell you that this in one year this will be a 10x why so okay then you have to show me how your decision making process is you have to show me look i'm told, i'm looking at the adoption rate as the user count i'm looking at on chain metrics and then okay if these numbers go up this this might become an uptrend all right now i get it this is first principle thinking and now i don't let people tell me anything so i i'm not anymore dependent on teachers financial advisors or whoever um thinks that they know something but i know how to find out what's going on and this is i think the number one skill absolutely i think you couldn't have said it any better how did you get to this point of thinking how did you find yourself saying hey i'm going to be a critical thinker what is something that you would say motivated you to develop yourself and manufacture your life in that way it, this year inflation inflation is my big teacher right now because as we are speaking uh, governments have decided that uh, whatever is on my bank account is now worth 20% less because they are printing uh, they are indebted but they are printing so they are basically saying oh we have debt well let's take it let's take it from the people and so <laughs> inflation is telling me right now that i need to learn economics because mm. the economists have no clue and the governments uh, have no clue so i have to learn economics i want to announce my first book 10 most effective ways to reignite self love it's a deep reflection and deep dive into yourself how to make yourself better overall check it out it's available in paperback ebook and audiobook if you want more info 
email me at solutionsformen at sheen1.com or the author at sheen1.com. Let me know. You can RSVP one if you like. Now back to the show. Economics is one thing that I have to teach myself right now. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm learning technical analysis. I'm learning fundamental analysis. And the beauty is the information is out there with YouTube and, and, and uh, a good bookstore. You have, you have a huge library there. Now it's all about the capacity. Have you learned how to learn, how to find out what is, what is solid information and what is just information that is wrongly calculated and wrong assumptions? How do you discern the right assumptions from the wrong assumption? How to invalidate assumptions and how to validate assumptions? And that's the strategy sprints method. When you run a business, you are in the same situation. You don't know what's going on because if you knew it, then you, were, you weren't building anything uh, valuable. If you build something valuable, it's because you are the first one to find the solution to a problem. That's entrepreneurship. And so if you are the first one, you don't have the data points. You don't have the knowledge. So the strategy sprints method is really how do you run a business when you don't know anything and you cannot rely on anything because next week the market can change. Absolutely. Uh, my brother always told me, solve problems. That's how you get to another level. You just go find solve problems that people need solving. And that's how you develop yourself in business. What is another strategy that you would suggest for people out there who are looking for someone like yourself to learn from? Yeah. So when you run a business, there are really three strategies that you should focus on. One is to increase the frequency of your sales by 25%. The other one is to increase your price by 25%. And the third one is to increase the, uh, the conversion rate by 25%. If you think of what should I do today? Should I go on, on Clubhouse or TikTok or should I write a book? Then ask yourself these three questions. Will it move one of these three things up by 25%? If not, don't do it. So right now, this is how you create a revenue system by focusing on these three things. And mm. then part of that revenue system is savings. And savings is really important because part gets reinvested into the business, but a part of the profit you will put to work as investment. And these are the assets that you are building over time. You need three systems. You need revenue system, a saving system, an investment system. And only if you have all the three, you have self-healing mechanisms. You are resilient to ups and downs. If you have one of these three parts missing, you have a problem. How do you delegate your time with the work ethic you put in and balance of family life and work? So every day I do my, I have a daily habit, a weekly habit and a monthly habit. The daily habit, I write down the flow of tomorrow. And uh, I, I can show you even here on my iPad how my flow of today is written down. I have a template for that. And uh, in the evening, I will write the flow of, of tomorrow. So, but there are two questions on that sheet. One is asking me, Simon, what will you delegate tomorrow? Of all the things that you did today, which one took energy from you or was low leverage? This is the one that tomorrow I will delegate. And the other one is asking me, Simon, um, if you could live more intentionally and more freely, what would you do tomorrow? And this is the one, goes, oh yeah, I wanted to write a book. Okay, let's write a book. So that's the daily habit. The weekly habit is getting the three main numbers reported every day. Marketing numbers, sales number, numbers, and ops 
numbers, operations numbers. And the monthly habit is to do a competitive analysis. What are my top three competitors doing? Do I need to change anything? And am I confident that I'm selling the right thing at the right moment, at the right price to the right people in the right way? And if all of that is a yes, then it's a short exercise. And if it's not, then we have to solve that first before we do anything else. I love that. Daily, weekly, and monthly. Let me ask you this on top of that. For those listening, that was some really good gems. On top of that, how much are you trying to understand communication? Because it seems that bulk of your work derives of you connecting with people, finding that spot where they actually open up and hear what you're saying in order to inform them and grow your business to the 25% rate you spoke of. How, how often are you trying to understand communication and what are you doing to understand communication? That's a great question because I think... 80% really is communication. Whatever business you are in, whatever you are doing uh, as a parent, as a business owner, as a human being, really, how can I get across? How can I become a good listener? How can I be seen and connected and part of a, a healthy community? I think the, the hardest thing is really communication. And every day I'm aware of each and every word that I'm using. I'm on three, four podcasts every day. And I re-listen to them to see, hey, Simon, why did you use that word? And um, what would be a better word next time for that? So um, when I talk to my children, um, sometimes I use words that I regret immediately. And I try to learn from that. Even the amount of talking, because listening should be the bigger part when we relate and so also the amount of talking versus the amount of listening is something that I'm aware of and um, um, I, I intentionally uh, want to increase absolutely absolutely communication is super super important I just got a few more questions for you here I want to mix it up and have some fun personal questions let me put you in the husband chair because you said you're a married man as a husband would you rather have a great woman or a great wife you can only choose one, but please explain why. <laughs> What's the difference? You tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm married only to one woman and I'm, I'm happily, happily so. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's your answer. <laughs> Another question. As a man, as a father, if there was an award show, would you rather win father of the year or man of the year? Mm. Uh, father of the year explain if you don't mind you know that word touches me much much more deeply it's it's full of responsibility and of legacy you know a man what is a man i am a man okay but does that define me not really uh, i do many things you know i go running every day but am i a runner that doesn't define me i could stop running and, and i'm still me so that doesn't define me. But being a father really defines me because I feel that every morning, every day and every evening, that's defining me because it makes, you know, 40% of my of my activities is related to, to being there as a father. I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. Now, I have one question that I like to ask that's really fun. Now, this is a loose up kind of question. Now, the question is a fatherhood question at the same time a childhood question. Did you ever get a sex talk who or what gave you sex education? Huh. I, I guess 
that was finding books about sexual topics in the libraries of my parents so, when they now, were away. See, there's, a real, there's a real reason I asked that question because all across the world, all across the world, I asked men that question and most of us never got the real talk from our parents. So I ask you, are you going to be the one to change that? Are we going to be the next generation that says we're going to actually have this real uncomfortable talk with our children? I will I will report back. They are now three and six, but I will report back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But you got a lot of time to think about what you're going to say, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm prepared. So we talk legacy and we talk some great things. Do you have a will? I do. And uh, I have a will, I have an ego, I have emotions, but that's just, you know, it's like the weather um, that, that comes and goes and it's not in my control and it's not, it doesn't really matter. Well, I was, I was talking to my friends, like a will and testament, a trust thing that you can leave your kids. Do you have all your work in order? Oh, no, I should probably. I'm thinking right now, especially in in times of crypto i'm thinking how to secure and how to absolutely how to let them have access to it when it's uh, super secured so yeah in, i'm in the process of of creating something so now here we are you're, you're a father you're 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 a man who is trying to educate people and educate businesses within 90 days the 25 percent rule the three rule you have all these things that you've done and put yourself through 15 years without a television you're super focused through all of that to become the person you are what have you sacrificed i don't sacrifice anything um i i do in the moment what the moment needs from me there is there is a book that has inspired me it's called the surrender experiment Ooh. And it's about somebody who is a CEO, but is also a, a spiritual man. And so uh, we don't have to sacrifice anything. We can go into any moment and meet every difficulty with courage and with presence. And that's what I do. I'm not on sacrifice. I see what's what's here and um, and what I can contribute. I love that answer. Mr. Simon, I love that answer. I came up with something called operating at 100%. And what I mean by that is I took five categories. Purpose, health, confidence, money, and knowledge. Again, that's purpose, health, confidence, money, and knowledge. Purpose meaning you're living in your purpose, doing the things that God called for you, living in the moment. Health is you're working out, doing the things, meditating, praying, eating right. Confidence, you're doing without any fear. Money, you made a little money, saved a little money, invested a little money, and knowledge, you took in some new information. So I ask you, Mr. Simon, within the last 24 hours, they're all worth 20% each, adding up to 100%. How much of 100% have you been operating out of? Purpose, health, confidence, money, and knowledge. I have, I have to distribute the percentages uh, across yeah. all of them? Yes. So 20% is purpose, 20% is health, 20% is confidence, 20% is money, 20% is knowledge. It's so connected. So I would say it's hundred percent in all categories because it's so connected. So the it last is. 24 hours, I've been researching a lot about crypto gaming assets to invest in. Yeah. And while I was researching, that was purpose because all of that crypto, you know, that's for my kids mainly. Yeah. And then at the same time, 
I have been sharing that on my YouTube channel with others. So it's also impact and purpose again. And then uh, I have also saved the templates about the investment system and shared them with my clients. So that was work. And I was also um, running in between and listening to podcasts about it as part of my research. That was the health part. So they are all connected. It's when I do something, um, it's it's hard to to not touch also the others. Yes, yes, that is a gem. A lot of people don't recognize. Most people who are focused, everything is done purposefully, and it's all connected. Run, working at 100% means you're working at your goal. It's just a test, a testament and a, a ledger for you to keep focus on how many times you've been slack or how many times you've been up. If you're working at 100%, 90 to 100%, you know you're on your way to your mission, your journey, and to your impact like you spoke about earlier. And I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. You are now part of the Silhouette Boys Club. It is people like you who move in the shadows out. people like me shine. Now, before you go, we love to get referrals for the show. Is there anyone out there you would love to come on this podcast and answer these questions and drop these gems? I I will think about it and send you an introduction. Absolutely. Please do that. Now, Mr. Severino, we love to support people here. I'm sure anyone watching this episode loved all the information you gave. How can we reach you? How can they be in contact with you? How can someone become a client of yours? Please give us your information and access to you. My daily YouTube channel is called Simon Severino. And uh, we hang out at strategiesprints.com. You find there also the daily template, weekly habit, weekly habit, monthly habit as a template. You can download them right there, strategiesprints.com strategysprints.com ladies and gentlemen and the book will be out in february is that correct yeah strategy yes. sprints 12 ways to accelerate growth for an agile is, company is this the one that's 15 years in the making yeah please show it one more time we got to see that one that's a great cover man i can tell you did the actual work for everything yeah that looks Absolutely. that looks amazing that looks amazing <laughs> congratulations to you for those listening, you can reach me at solutionsformen at sheemone.com to be a guest on the show. Listen on all platforms, Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or in the streets if you see me. Before we go, we leave with a quote from Dr. Miles Monroe. True success is not measured by how much you have done or accomplished. It's not compared to what others have done or accomplished. True success is what you have done compared to what you could have done. In other words, living to the maximum is competing with yourself. It's living up to your own true standards and capabilities. Success is satisfying your own personal passion and purpose in pursuit of personal excellence. So question of the day, question of your life, are you maximizing your life? Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Solutions for Men. I am your host, Sheen One, and our guest, Mr. Simon Severino. Thank you so much, sir, for coming on the show today. Thank you, Shin. Thank you, everybody. Peace and blessings.